Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, welcome back to the podcast. And today we're talking about all things sleep. We're talking about the four-step bedtime routine to create a routine for better sleep. And I'll give you five key aspects to improve your sleep quality. So how is your sleep going? If you recognize yourself in one of these statements, then this is the next health pillar you should be working on. If you're like, you know, I can't fall asleep because my mind just can't stop racing. Or I often hear clients say, I do fall asleep fast, but I wake up at 2 a.m. and I just can't fall back asleep. Or I try to sleep for eight hours and still I wake up feeling tired. Or do you recognize this one? I'm too busy. I'll sleep more when this project is finished. Yep, most of us have used at least one of these statements this past year, right? And so still we don't think of taking action, of changing our habits, of optimizing your bedroom, really taking the right steps to improve sleep quality. We're all caught up in diet and exercise, and that's the first thing we think about to feel energized and healthy, but we don't take a hard look at our sleep schedule. Now, why is that? First, let me tell you why improving sleep should be your number one priority. Sleep deprivation will affect your health and well-being in so many ways, right? So first of all, there's this research that shows that sleep deprivation has the same effect on your brain and body as being drunk. Your reactions, your reflex, everything, it just has the, it's literally the same for your brain. Then emotionally, you feel more cranky, grumpy, you know, when you haven't slept well. And it's hard to look at the bigger picture of things, to have a good overview of your projects, of your life, to think positive, right? And physically, you just, your body doesn't get the chance to repair, right? So your body can't clean out cells, hormones, toxins. If you don't sleep well, all this trash in your body keeps piling up and that leads to chronic disease. Now, mentally, you can't focus pro properly, right? And your productivity just goes down significantly. And the effect is that you will try to work, be productive. You'll make tons of mistakes and then you'll beat yourself up for not getting stuff done and making more mistakes. So if you want to feel calmer, healthier, energized and positive about life, I'd say the very first thing you need to be working on is fixing your sleep schedule. So in the link below, in the show notes or in the description on YouTube, I have a free four-step bedtime routine for you that only takes 15 minutes of your time right before you go to bed. So I advise you to try it out tonight, any evening you can, and you'll see that you'll fall asleep quickly and you'll sleep better. So what can a night routine really do for you? We all hear about morning routines, but we don't focus that much on a bedtime routine or a night routine. 
So before you go to sleep, what do you do? Just think about it. What's what do you do in those two hours before you go to sleep? Are you still working a bit on a project? Are you scrolling on social media, swiping on Tinder, watching Netflix? Uh, maybe you're out and about, maybe you're reading a book with interesting information like these formal books, right? What are you doing? Am I, you're like, oh, Maya, I actually do all of these things. What's wrong with that? Let me give you a little theory lesson about cortisol levels and a nervous system, right? You can read the whole description in the blog post. I'll just give you in a nutshell, cortisol, melatonin. Okay, those are the two hormones that we need to be talking about today a bit. Cortisol is often known as your stress hormone, right? But we also call it the get up and go hormone. It's supposed to be high in the morning when you wake up so you can be productive. But it actually should be low in the evening so that you can prepare your body for sleep. When cortisol is low, melatonin is high. When melatonin is low, cortisol is high, you know, they're constantly moving like this. In the blog post, you can see the graphic, how that works in a normal day. But when you are doing things, so melatonin, I didn't mention that before, that's your sleep hormone, okay? That's the hormone that stimulates your parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest, right? You're preparing your body for sleep. So bottom line of that is if you're doing a bunch of activities that gives you excitement, adrenaline, or stress in the evening, your cortisol will be up and you will not have enough sleep hormone, melatonin, to have good sleep quality. So if you're reading informative books, you're studying, you're having these conversations on Instagram, you're scrolling social media, movies, it's all impulses from outside activities that your brain has to process you have to think you have to interpret and you cannot possibly enter a state of true relaxation so that's why I said you know those people who wake up at 2 a.m and can't fall asleep until 4 a.m that's a classic a classic symptom of high cortisol in the evening and low melatonin because you cannot stay asleep. When your cortisol is too high at 2 a.m., you don't have enough melatonin to stay asleep. That's, that's, where, that's exactly where the problem is. So with that theory lesson, let's see how you can balance those hormones, balance your daily rhythm in your body, and sleep like a baby, shall we? So apart from this free four-step bedtime routine that I created for you, I want to bring your attention on this podcast today to five other key aspects to fix your sleep schedule, okay? Are you ready? So number one, number one is creating a mini morning routine. And we're not going to talk about all the details of what it needs to look like. It's not about one hour of yoga or meditation or whatever, What this is about is really priming your brain for the day and actually getting sunlight in. Just if you don't have any time to create a morning routine, just look out the window. Look out the window for two minutes while having a cup of coffee and get some sunlight in because that sunlight will 
will actually increase your cortisol in the evening and it will help you lower cortisol in the evening. So when you get sunlight in in the morning, you sleep better in the evening, okay? So two other key aspects of a morning routine is that one, you just need to create a small sequence that's the same every day so that you don't have to think about it anymore. And this way, your brain can wake up slowly. You know, you can use your brain energy for truly important mental tasks. There's no wonder why there are some highly productive CEOs who just wear the same outfit every day. You know, it's not for nothing. It's really for our brains to just not think in the morning, to not have to think about your outfit, to not waste mental energy on that. And thirdly, your brain needs to be in a state of calmness so that you can prime your brain for the rest of the day. You know that when you wake up rushing to work, your whole day feels kind of off, doesn't it? That's because the first 20 minutes of the day, your brain is going from calm delta waves when you're sleeping to beta to even gamma high alertness and productivity. So during this transition, it's important you don't feel scattered and rushed, but you feel calm, balanced, and positive because that will set the tone for the rest of your day. So actually improving sleep or um, completely restructuring your days is what we do in the eight-week program from Clutter to Calm. We're starting a new group soon. So if you want to restructure your days while keeping enough flexibility so that you can feel more calm and clear-headed, you can check out the full overview of the course in the description below. But let's move on to number two. So first, morning routine, mini morning routine. Doesn't need to be more than that. Second is turn off your social media. Like I mentioned, you know, you should not use social media in your night routine. There's too much information on your feed and messages for your brain to process late in the evening. Your brain has done enough work for the day and you deserve to disconnect. And disconnecting will feel weird at first, you know, when you turn off your Wi-Fi and you're not available, it feels weird because you trained your brain to be on and active and connected, available all the time. But you will start enjoying the lack of interruptions from notifications and really fully engage in something that truly relaxes you, something offline, no screens, you know. And apart from your brain feeling scattered, the blue light of your screen literally blocks melatonin production and increases cortisol. So it's not something you want to be doing right before sleep, right? So if you need to check your phone for something, just get a blue light filter. You can search that in your app store, blue light filter or iPhones already have one, the night shift, so that your screen looks a bit reddish and it doesn't affect your hormones that much. Thirdly, and we definitely always forget about this one. Why is that? It's optimizing your bedroom. Now your brain, so of course it's about the right mattress, it's about the blinds, you know, the temperature and all that stuff. Is it not too humid, too dry, the bed sheets? But also, 
you should know that your brain associates places and situations with habits and feelings. That's just the way it works. And so you should use it to your advantage. Your bed should only be for sleep and sex. Nothing else. No movies, no phone, no working on your laptop, no reading even. If you like to read in your bedroom, have like a separate cozy chair as your reading spot, you know, with a, with a little blanket so that your brain can associate that spot with reading and processing information, not your bed. So if you can't fall asleep, just get up, go to the living room and try again after 15 minutes. Only this way, you can train your brain that once you enter the bed, it's time for sleep. It's not time to lie awake or to scroll on your phone or to read a bit. Entering the bed equals sleeping. And that's what you should be training your brain so that you just fall asleep quickly and fast. So number four, fix your sleep schedule. Training your internal clock and sticking to a sleep schedule will always help your body and your brain to fall asleep quickly and wake up feeling well-rested. Even when you go out and you sleep quite late, try to wake up at the same time every day. I know you probably heard about this one before. This way, your body can create the habit of getting ready to tackle the day at 7 a.m., 7.30, whatever, 6, whatever your waking up hour is. So it's better to wake up early and do a little siesta in the afternoon than to sleep until noon. Now, if you're not sure what your sleep schedule should look like, should you sleep earlier, but actually you feel better when you sleep at midnight, you've tried that before, or waking up at 5 a.m. is better for you, or I don't know, take the power of when quiz. You can Google that power of when quiz. I'll also add the link in the show notes and see, just do, it's a little test, like a couple of questions. And then you get a video about your sleep chronotype and just see if that resonates with you. It's an online test. It's not perfect, but it can really give a good indication and it will give you some interesting information on not only when to go to sleep, but when to exercise or when to drink alcohol or coffee, et cetera. All right, so the last one, the last one, the most important one when we're talking about cortisol, stress hormones, you should have seen this coming, lower your stress levels, okay? That's my last key aspect here. Actively bring down cortisol by lowering your stress levels. Now, before I dive into mental stress, You should know that stressing your body can come from mental stress, emotional stress, but also physical stress, okay? So if you have digestive issues, if you have thyroid issues, some kind of health problems, or you're menstruating for the women here, this is stress in your body. So that that means high cortisol. Now, what's dangerous about chronic disease is that chronic stress, right? Chronically high cortisol can really damage your organs and your body. So I'm a functional medicine certified health coach. If you have problems with that, please reach out to me. 
it's very important you work on it and not just let it um let it happen because you're you got used to it or because oh my digestion has always been off no we can fix this so that aside mental stress the more you engage in relaxation techniques the more your whole system will be trained to quickly switch from fight or flight to rest and digest right from that state of high cortisol to relaxation so some people don't realize this they're like oh yeah breathing exercises that's nice or oh yeah meditation cool but the more you actually engage in relaxation techniques the easier it will be because it's sort of that switch that you train to be stronger and you can make the switch more easily. So if you can't sleep because you're feeling very stressed or you, you find yourself overthinking, definitely have a look at the Give Your Brain a Break audio series to learn different relaxation techniques that will help you feel more relaxed in just five minutes a day. Or you can also download the Overthinking Emergency Kit and follow the 10 steps to stop overthinking right away. I'll add them to the show notes as well. So, achievers, those were the five key aspects, okay? It's creating a mini morning routine, turning off your social media, optimizing your bedroom, fixing your sleep schedule, and lowering your stress levels. So what are your concrete next steps right now? You go to the show notes, download the free four-step bedtime routine, and test out your new night routine for one evening this week. Okay, that's one. Two, as you go through the other aspects, the five key aspects that I talked about today, start with one small change. Schedule a moment for it and truly commit. Even if it's just um, installing that blue light filter on your phone, start with one thing and commit. Thirdly, then you can ask yourself, how did that feel? How can I personalize this change to make it mine? You know, you might ask, hey, what can I personalize about the blue light filter? Well, you can add, you know, you can see how red do you want your screen? What works best for you? What time will you turn it on? Personalize anything. And that goes for any new habit, anything you read on the internet. It's always important to evaluate. You test it out, yes. But then you evaluate. Does it really work for me personally? Because I'm a different person. My body's different than anyone else's. So what does that feel like for me? And what would fit more in my world, my schedule, my life, my personality? Super important. And then the fourth one is make it a habit. Decide when it can naturally fit into your day and do it every single day, even if it's just for one minute, so that you can train your brain, right? You can create a habit so that you automatically engage in this activity, even when you're having a busy day. If you need help with that, reach out to me. I'm your coaching this. I'm always there. So improving sleep quality, like I said, is one of the eight modules in From Clutter to Calm. Save your spot. Click the link below if you want to join the next group. And with that, Cheevers, I'm wishing you a great night's sleep. Take care. 
Dear Achievers, I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with your friends, anyone who needs to hear this. You're super welcome to join us at healthyhighachievers.community as well. See you there.